0: Welcome back to She Rises, stories of grit and grace and fitness, where we're all about lifting more than just the weights. I'm Red.
1: And I'm Zan. Did you know that our fitness and finances episode was the most successful so far?
0: Oh, I love that.
1: Yeah, I was very surprised to find out.
0: That's interesting. I'm curious. I wonder why. I'd love to hear the feedback from those people that listened to the episode.
1: Yeah, that would be very interesting. Because I was confident our uh, Thanksgiving episode would be the best. Yeah. I just felt so good when we recorded it. I felt it was timely. We had really good um, content, Mm -hmm. you know? So. I agree. I mean, I felt good about finances too, but I was just like, finances.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, everybody's got to keep those savings, you know? Keep in check.
1: Yeah, I know. This is (laughs) also the right time of the year to think about budgeting and yeah not making irrational purchases yes yes
0: okay well you want to do our so questions
1: yeah when was the last time you laughed uncontrollably oh
0: um i kind of do that every day i'm not sure (laughs) every time we make this podcast i have moments um no i think one of the I guess I would say the other day, Bryson and I were just at home, relaxing, watching a show. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it was Elf, because it's the season right now. So, um, yeah, just super Mm -hmm. funny comedy movie,
1: yeah. (laughs) it The the Elf, what's your favorite color?
0: (laughs) The Elf, what's your favorite color? I love that movie. It's so great. Swirly, twirly gumdrops. (laughs) It's so good. Look at my camera. Oh. (laughs) It all right so this one is mine Mm -hmm. and i have when you were a child how did you imagine adulthood and how does that compare to your reality
1: oh that's a Hmm. good one yeah as probably majority of the kids i always wanted to be a Mm -hmm. grown-up i could not wait till grow up (laughs) i think um the only person that i know so far that's not like that is my niece Mm. she's 11 and she's like I'm a baby, I'm a young year baby I'm like, <laughs> I don't, don't want to grow, grow up again. <laughs> but she's spoiled <laughs> so not, yeah. not in a bad way like she's a right. spoiled, spoiled bread. She just uh, loved by my grand- my parents or her grandparents and her parents and me and so she just yeah. likes it and I likes love being it. the only child in the family
0: yeah
1: <laughs> um, but uh, I do remember like picturing myself, my ideal age was when I was like seven eight Mm -hmm. i thought ideal age was 19. okay that's like the perfect number now looking back i was like oh 19 is a kid (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah um it kind of worked out pretty well in the sense that i thought uh i am not gonna get married until i um build my career i graduate from college I didn't want it to be a journalist. I didn't go into that field, but I did study Russian linguistics, so mm-hmm. it's very close, borderline. Yeah. You know. I didn't build my career in journalism. I'm in IT. Um, <laughs> I got <laughs> married before that, but I also got divorced before that. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of redone, redone everything, and yeah. I got remarried again uh, when I was 29 five days shy from my 30th. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm pretty close to where I wanted to be with, of course, with a few mistakes and whatnot. But,
0: yeah, I'm happy. Once you live yeah. and you learn, right? Yeah. This is kind of a form of journaling. Yeah. Like journalism, <laughs> journaling. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, podcast is. Yeah, yeah. Totally. You're, you're digging up research, figuring out what you're going to talk about. Yeah. And... Showing off my
1: what about well,
0: you? What, what, what's your childhood? Oh, man. Well, it's ironic that I'm a florist now and that I do, like, that kind of design type of work. Because uh, I actually really wanted to own property and own a wedding venue. But mm-hmm. I wanted the wedding venue to be, like, a complete everything, one-stop shop. Mm-hmm. Like, I okay. had uh, three or four different caterers that would be lined up. And they could all, like, present their work in this finder that i had created in my head that i'd have three or four different photographers three or four different hairstylists makeup artists like mm-hmm. all everything you could think of wedding wise it would be in this golden book and then you would come to my facility and you could pick out whatever um so it's kind of funny that i'm in florist now oh, yeah, almost so there. i'm kind of there <laughs> you know, but it's funny one step yeah because now i'm i'm actually kind of going the reverse route is while I love doing floral work for weddings, um, I don't want to own a venue now. I actually mm-hmm. want to own like medicinal uh, crops and herbs uh, flowers so that I can then mass produce those, send them to distributors and or grow mm-hmm. them for my own purpose. Mm-hmm. So yeah it's it's I'm kind of there, but not. so mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of nice. yeah <laughs> Okay, let's
1: move on to um, our I stories. Okay. Am I the asshole for using gym childcare to do homework? I, 35 female, have three kids, but only my four year old and two year old are involved in this uh, question. I pay $114 a month for a family gym membership. I pay for the specific membership because the gym includes two hours of childcare per day with it. I do use the gym to work out, but I almost always use the childcare to get homework done. I'm a full-time student and have very limited options for, for childcare. My husband works two jobs, so often it's just me and the kids from 6 a.m. till 8 p.m. They go to the nursery two mornings a week, and that's all we can afford. I have a lot of uh, coursework, so I need more time to do it. I wouldn't have even thought of this question, but I have had an interaction several times that made me wonder if I'm doing something wrong. Surrounding some of the workout classes, yoga, body pump, cycling, etc., a line forms for childcare, and sometimes the people at the back of the line don't get their kids in because they hit the capacity. I try to avoid coming at the same time as these classes, but my schedule is what it is, and sometimes I can't avoid it. Multiple times, the same women have seen me and realized I'm unpacking a computer after I drop my kids off. They formed a group and they formed a group. Okay a committee. <laughs> okay. Whoa. And are complaining that I shouldn't be allowed to leave my kids there unless I'm working out. The gym basically told them that they don't care what I'm doing as long as I am staying at the facility. They are escalating it and writing letters to corporate and complaining to management every time I'm there. I'm really pissed because I need this childcare. They keep telling me to do homework at the library, but the library doesn't have a childcare. I wanted to make sure I'm not an asshole here. I honestly don't believe that I am, but this group of women is like 15, so maybe I'm missing something. Um, and side note she goes to YMCA.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, so you got a bunch of Karens. <laughs> Yeah. trying to micromanage what's going on mm-hmm.
1: or me, uh, me too. <laughs>
0: yeah no um i don't think she's the asshole um if she's trying to make it work be around their schedule also when she's actually just going there for her own purpose as well it's a little ridiculous she's paying for it though so i don't really see the issue i kind of feel like good on her for kind of using her resources i mean there are other ways like maybe she could go on the treadmill and walk and read maybe Mm -hmm. she has a book versus her laptop i don't know um but to gang up on her like that that's a little much
1: yeah especially when the facility manager said it's fine we don't care yeah um i and i read that um she added an edit there um that she talked to them prior to signing up mm. and asked if that would be okay. And they said yes. Yeah. So these 15 ladies need to chill.
0: Yeah, they just need to relax. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not the asshole.
0: Uh, and that's a good one. Yeah, I wonder, I'm curious what other what our other listeners would think of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to hear your input. Please. Email us, let us know. I'm kind of yeah. curious what you guys think about our asshole stories.
1: Yeah, we're also thinking about creating a TikTok account. Yeah. Because so far we're only on Instagram. But let us know if you would like to see us more on TikTok. We're still figuring out content and what we're going to put up there. Yeah, We have a ton of ideas to make videos, but maybe snippets of just our podcast, how it's going, maybe would be yeah. more interesting. Just let us know. Uh,
0: Well, this week we're talking about the science of sore and what's really happening when you're sore or after the workout, as well as discussing DOMS, which is delayed onset muscle soreness and how to manage it. Mm So we can dive right into that.
1: Yeah, Okay. <laughs> you start with the science and just tell us what soreness
0: is. Yeah, so yeah, Zen and I decided to do a two part segment again. Uh, we felt like it just was mm-hmm. really nice and cool to compare yeah. each other's notes. So I'm going to take over the first part. Uh, the first part is soreness. What is soreness? Uh, muscle soreness is, well, I guess it occurs when muscles and connective tissue around it get damaged while you are working out. This muscle gets stronger um, once it builds back together each time because mm-hmm. of the tears. So some of the examples that I have, including what cause soreness, is obviously exercise, disuse of your muscles. So if you're not, mm-hmm. um, you know, you've been sitting for a long time, you've been laying down for a long time, uh, doing a new physical activity for the first time. Mm-hmm. I know that sometimes that can get me and you're like, oh. What is that muscle? I didn't Mm -hmm. know I had that. (laughs) And then medications can also have like a side effect that will actually leave you sore. So, yeah, found that pretty interesting. Um, So DOMS, uh, you may experience delayed onset muscle soreness. Uh, This occurs about 6 to 12 hours after you work out. Mm -hmm. uh, And it will typically last about 48 hours. Um, you can feel the pain in in the muscle and that's how you know Mm -hmm. that things are starting to work and heal together
1: and from personal experience the last 24 to 48 hours are the worst oh
0: yeah (laughs) Uh, the worst the
1: second day after your workout (laughs) it's like oh so you wake up the next morning okay i'm a little bit sore it's fine yeah it feels nice actually and then the day after,
0: the, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're like, never again. Uh, 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 I call it the <laughs> toilet strain. Yeah. And you're just like, <laughs> uh, uh, oh. and then you're there. And then you're like, oh, I have to get up now. And you're <laughs> like, oh, oh. <laughs> it's the worst. It but it's also, I kind of like that feeling. Because then I feel like maybe I did something right. But mm-hmm. also, I know that's not the right yeah, way yeah. to think about it. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, so yeah, the damage that comes from the tiny micro tears from when you are exercising—that's what triggers an inflammatory response, mm-hmm. so that your muscles then can grow and like uh-huh. come back together.
1: Oh, I thought the lactic acid causes this soreness.
0: Yeah, so I actually found a really cool article about that. Um. A lot of people think that it is lactic acid. It's mm-hmm. a very like common misconception. Yeah, I, I thought that too for the longest time until I came upon this. So I'll just read this. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what is the cause of lactic acid? During vigorous exercise like sprinting, pilometrics, lifting weights, or high intensity, your muscles take this energy anaerobically, meaning the absence of oxygen. This Mm -hmm. happens because oxygen can't get to the muscle fast enough to keep up with the amount of energy that the muscle needs. When your muscles are making energy anaerobically, lactic acid is created as a byproduct. This information came from a doctor named Dr. Head. Um, I'll leave the information for everybody to go look at it as well. But he says it does build up in the muscle during exercise. Your muscle can be chock full of it by the time you're finished with a strenuous workout like the ones that i had mentioned before generally all of the lactic acid is gone within about an hour after your workout so really wow. it's not even the cause or anything the root yeah. of it mm-hmm. so i found that really interesting so lactic
1: acid is gone way before the you become sore starts.
0: yeah mm-hmm. So then that leads into this where it says, uh, put simply, lactic acid clears out well before the muscle soreness ever begins. It is also the link between lactic acid and buildup during exercise and muscle soreness after an exercise is one that has been almost completely disproven. So they've pretty Mm -hmm. much disproven that, no, that's not why you're sore. In fact, a lactic acid buildup after hard work might actually cue your muscle regeneration acting as a signal to your body that your muscles have worked really hard and they need to be repaired and rebuilt. also says, Mm -hmm. Uh, if anything, you want lactic acid buildup because the more that you have, the more your body understands that this area needs to be focused on and it needs the attention. Mm -hmm. So basically, your lactic acid is just a signal for your body to come and repair after you've worked and created those micro tears so
1: very interesting yeah so the micro tears
0: is what makes you sore
1: yeah Yeah. basically yeah it makes sense
0: yeah it makes sense and then you know once you're like putting all the nutrients that you're eating with a good diet back into your body you're putting Mm -hmm. that oxygen back into those muscles and then you're Mm -hmm. regenerating them and growing Mm -hmm. them
1: awesome thank you so much Yeah. yeah i like learning stuff me too. I just, I just love this podcast. I know, <laughs> just preparing the notes and learning and reading some random articles that I would never um, come across yeah. without it, and then we're like, wait
0: what? Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I did have a conversation with my husband this morning, and he reminded me of something that I've learned a while ago. It's mm-hmm. um, I heard about it on Huberman podcast. Okay. So I recommended it before here, and I recommended it again because he's just very good but anyway i will talk a little bit about um like overworking a little bit later but for now i just wanted to mention that um there is a test that you can do at home to check if you are overworked or not oh okay so the first uh first thing in the morning when you just wake up and you open your eyes you before you get up before you take your phone out or Mm -hmm. whatever so you just open your eyes First thing, do is squeeze, whether it's like a stress ball or just your fist, mm-hmm. like squeeze, just analyze the feeling. Can you squeeze hard? Is it a good hard squeeze mm. or is like half weak? And you, if you can't squeeze hard and say, like, oh yeah, this is a good grip, yeah. first thing in the morning when you just open your eyes. So, this is when um, your body knows exactly where you are and oh. doesn't distribute um, and, uh, resources yet. Mm-hmm like so energy like, to yeah. anywhere else okay yeah or like nutrients and things yeah. like that. so if you can't squeeze you probably are overworked and you need to take a rest day or like you worked really hard the night before so you need to re- more recovery time there is another test the podcast was on recovery so i do recommend you go and listen cuz he talks a lot about why and how and so on mm-hmm. i can't even repeat it cuz he has phd mm-hmm. and i don't <laughs> <laughs> in science <laughs> But another test is um, also first thing in the morning, you inhale and you hold your breath. Mm-hmm. And if you can, as far as I remember, he says, like, if you can't hold it to approximately the same amount of time as when you are active and awake, then you are okay. okay. If you can't, if you're like, oh, five seconds, you're like, ah, Yeah. Then you are overworked, you're mm-hmm. exhausted, you don't have enough.
0: Interesting. You know. Yeah. I'm definitely going to do the... Mm-hmm. The I'm going to do it in the morning,
1: Bryson's going to be like, what are you doing? <laughs> just, Nothing. <laughs> just squeeze his <laughs> arm. Nothing. <laughs> um, so I'm going to talk about how we can prevent soreness. Okay. Or if, when the soreness happens, how to manage it and how to get over it. Perfect. Faster. First and foremost, to prevent soreness, you need to gradual, gradually progress in your workouts. Even if you work out every day and tonight you will go to the gym and you, instead of doing your, your, like I don't know, 130-pound squats, mm-hmm. you do 300. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Even for one rep, you, know, uh-huh. I mean, you just go for your... <laughs> the next morning you will wake up very sore because it wasn't gradual progression. It was like boom for your muscle. Mm-hmm. It's the same way as you never work out or you didn't work out for weeks and then you go to the gym and do some something period (laughs) um your muscles will be shocked and sore tomorrow because you need to um, build up that intensity in your workouts and teach your muscles how to deal with that stress yeah um so if you've noticed probably when you have the same program for six to eight weeks which is a normal recommendation right it's not good for you to change exercises every time you go right. to the gym it's like you are not talking your muscles like they say yeah like you are not confusing your muscles <laughs> um so when you switch your training from these six to eight weeks you train and you progress you you, you put on more weight every time right mm-hmm. you are not sore but then you switch your workouts and probably with the same weight but your body is now like okay we're yeah sore, this is a new exercise right Speaking of, <laughs> <laughs> I'm testing out a new application it's for uh, tracking your exercises. Okay. And, but it's uh, it's called. I'm not recommending it just yet. Mm. It's called SMORT G- SMORT. <laughs> Smart Gym. Smart so Smart Gym. You want some s'mores? <laughs> Smart. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's you can uh, build in your own program, or okay. you can tell, okay, I want an uh, workout for my lower body, and it uses artificial intelligence builds your workout first just initially but then it learns the data that you input there and it builds better programs for you specifically so it seems like it might be a nice one so i just wanted to give it a try yeah personally love artificial intelligence yeah first i was confused but for now i'm like yeah yeah thank god for this technology i like it But I'm so I'm testing this out. So I built a new program for myself. And last night was uh glued hamstrings okay. day.
0: That's my day today.
1: So <laughs> I can give you my workout. You okay. Want. So I started with walking lunges as a warm-up, but waited. Mm-hmm. Then I went into a Jefferson squats. It's when the barbell is between your legs, you know. I've never done that exercise, so I was curious. I don't want, curious. want your exercise. I don't
0: want your workout.
1: <laughs> I went into a sumo deadlift, followed by conventional deadlift, followed mm. by single leg line-mine deadlift. Okay. Are <laughs> you trying in, to kill me? And All finished right. with uh, hamstring <laughs> curls. Okay. Bond. Nice. So, yeah, my hamstring, tines, glutes are sore, sore. today. Mm-hmm. And it's not the best idea, followed by uh, a lazy Sunday. <laughs> I was laying on the couch for two hours, and then I got up and uh-oh. Oh, no. Which takes us to the, my next point, <laughs> which will be in the managing soreness. <laughs> y-
0: yes. How do you manage this, okay. then? Tell me.
1: <laughs> at least a sunday is not a solution that's yeah. definitely staying active and being like an active recovery would be the best option for me just to go for a walk um mm-hmm. do some yoga stretching if i have a workout tonight which i do um i will have to do a proper warm-up which i am very bad at <laughs> and i was telling bell before that The only thing that I am really good at is warming up my shoulders before my workout because I used to have an injury and it was bothering me. But a rotator cuff was killing me for months. Mm. Like to the point when I couldn't hold my steering wheel in the car, it was killing me. And then I started doing this um, very lightweight, like five pounds, Mm -hmm. dumbbells, warm-ups, and it went away and it's been years since I experienced the pain. So eventually I will learn it the hard way when I have a hip <laughs> injury or knee injury and I will start warming up my legs better.
0: I say learned everything the hard way. That's actually, I literally have a tattoo that says hard luck <laughs> right there. Yeah. Because always, it's always the hard way. <laughs> it's not easy, yeah. but it's okay. It's You're all right.
1: not looking for easy ways. No. So. I want to work for it. It means more. So. So, number two was warm up properly always. Next one is hydration and nutrition. Yeah. Staying hydrated and eating a balanced diet. Proper nutrition, especially adequate protein and essential nutrients are crucial for muscle recovery. Yeah. And we know. Body uses protein to build muscle. And if you don't eat enough, it doesn't have enough to recover and build. Because you do this tear and repair. This is the cycle. And you don't build your muscle during your workout. You actually destroy your muscle during your workout so it can rebuild itself during recovery and rest and sleep. Consistent training schedule. That's the one that I mentioned already a little bit prior. Stick to a regular workout routine. Consistency helps your body adapt to the stress of the exercise, reducing the likelihood of soreness. So if you go sporadically, Mm -hmm every two weeks for you're two or to times, you're gonna be sore every time so yeah it feels like oh i'm always in pain i don't want to go to the mm-hmm. gym because i'll be in pain for the next three days yeah but if you consistently coming back then it's not going to be a problem and if you gradually progress in your weights or your reps or your volume it's also not going to be a problem I've, I've been asked a few times by our um newbies at the gym like oh i've been so sore for a few days or for two weeks after my last leg workout so I wouldn't go to the gym because mm-hmm. I was so sore mm-hmm. I was like no you, you have to go, Like you have yeah. to stick to your schedule, yes with me it's the same like today, because I my workout yesterday, today I'm sore, but my leg day is tomorrow again, yeah. tomorrow I will be even more, more sore, sore. Yeah. according to our <laughs> articles and experience. It, it doesn't mean that I need to skip. It means that I need to do a proper warm-up. Mm-hmm. And once your muscles are warmed up and blood is flowing to the muscles, you won't experience the pain anymore. Yeah. And that's how you teach your, your body to work with the stress rather than, like, oh, we are not going to yeah. do anything. And, you
0: know? I mean, initially you're going to have to push through that first initial yeah. soreness. Always. Everybody does, yeah. even when you, like me, getting back into mm-hmm. it. I'm There's some days on my days and I'm still like yeah okay I should have should have done this different mm-hmm. I should have done that different but yeah
1: yeah and that's yeah that's normal and should be always expected on the other side though soreness doesn't always mean that you had a good workout right it's not an indicator and as, as, as we said if you gradually progress in your workout you're not going to be sore right but it doesn't mean that your workouts were bad Also, you can be sore because your form was shit.
0: Yeah, which could cause injury. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So that's
1: important to remember. Your form could be shit. (laughs) So that takes me to the next point. Good technique. Ensure you're performing exercises with proper form. This not only prevents injury, but also ensures you're working the muscles correctly, reducing unnecessary strain. If you have a personal trainer or a coach, it's their job to make sure you perform properly. If you don't have a personal trainer by your side, find someone at the gym, uh, regulars at the gym, experienced people. Um, just ask them to check your form. I've done that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know my husband, Kyle, he's always helping people and yeah. everybody approaches him because he's big. Just um, so don't be yeah. ever intimidated. Okay. So muscle soreness, these were steps on how to prevent it. If you are already there or you're you know, like me, switch <laughs> to your exercises, so you are sore, what we can do to manage it. Mm-hmm. So number one, active recovery, as I already mentioned. Don't lay on the couch all day like I do. <laughs> Go for a walk, do yoga, do something so the blood flow increases because the blood will bring nutrients to your muscles and will help recover faster. Mm-hmm. Next one is rest and recovery. Is We need to take rest days seriously. Mm-hmm. Your muscles grow and recover during rest. Overtraining can lead to the excessive soreness and injury. So you need to make sure that you get seven to nine hours of sleep and you take days off the gym every now and then. Yeah. I will tell you a funny story Um, from a few years ago. It, it was 2019. I was just entertaining the idea of prepping and competing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me just run a test prep. I didn't have a coach by that time. But Kyle decided to help me out Mm -hmm. with my meal plan and accountability too. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. So for a few months, every morning I would wake up at 5am, go to the gym, do vigorous cardio for like 40 to 50 minutes, come home, take a shower, eat breakfast, get ready, go to the office, work for a full day, then go to the gym, lift heavy, sleep, and repeat. Yeah. No days off for like two months at least straight. So one morning, I do the same thing. I go to the gym, come back, take a shower. I come out of the shower. I feel kind of a little tired. So I was like, oh, I've got 10 minutes. I will lay down. Huh? And I lay down on my bed. That's and right. I just feel this a like, um, wave of pain coming over my oh, body like, no. slowly. You know? <laughs> By the end of this 10-minute break, I could not get up. Oh, I was no. in so much pain. From my toes all the way up to my <laughs> yeah, ears. Yeah, you're right.
0: you're like, I can't go anymore. I'm done.
1: <laughs> no, I could barely reach to my phone to call my boss and say I can't move. I'm not coming today. So as a result, you're
0: like mm-hmm. tapping out. Yeah, take me out, coach.
1: I've fallen and I can't <laughs> get
0: up. <laughs> That's what you should have texted, Kyle. I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs>
1: But for the next three days, I stayed in bed. I, I lived in a two-story yeah. apartment. I couldn't even go downstairs to the kitchen. So oh. I, was, I had to come over and he was bringing me my pa- painkillers and some food because I can't even get Just to my too kitchen. much. I would, yeah. So I overworked myself so much that my body was like, we are shutting down. <laughs> so, yes, rest day is very important. Later on, when I started working with my coach, Tracy, Highly recommend it to everyone.
0: I love her. her. Yeah. She's actually she's so nice. In a good way, she has this like really cool, powerful aura about her where you're like, don't eat me. I want to be your friend, but don't <laughs> eat me. Like
1: <laughs> Teach me your yeah. way. <gasps> yes, she does. Um, and she <laughs> takes prep clients and lifestyle clients. So yeah. She's really good. She's just so good. Yeah. Anyway, so when I started <laughs> working with her and we started Building uh, my wellness physique and whatnot. We've noticed that I perform best, like, especially in the off season when I lift really heavy for me. Um, yeah. <laughs> for I mean, me, you know, <laughs> all the relative. I do, I perform best when I have at least two days off, mm-hmm. like completely off from weightlifting. Yeah. I still get my 10,000 steps. I can do like, active recovery but not lifting lifting Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's yeah that's the best way for me it's very individual so it's nice to have a coach or paying really close attention to your body and what it tells you yeah yeah i've usually i'm right around there too, one or two days Mm -hmm. next one is stretch and foam roll and that can go also together with a massage Mm -hmm. it's kind of the same effect Uh, Post-workout, spend time stretching and using a foam roller. This can help with flexibility and reduce muscle tightness. Massage, in the same way, uh, can help alleviate muscle tightness. If a professional massage isn't an option, self-massage or using a massage gun can also be beneficial.
0: We do have one of those. We've used that a couple times. Yeah
1: yeah um yeah we have to i rarely use massage gun and i very rarely go to masseuse mm-hmm. i just don't feel like i'm a renewed person you know like yeah. people say. and i'm jealous for people who do feel that <laughs> way it sounds so nice i do experience it though when i go to chiropractor oh
0: i love the chiropractor
1: every time i leave the chiropractor office i call chiropractor
0: I'm the new
1: person, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I've got a brand new body, I'm ready to go destroy it.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, my chiropractor, mm. I have a specific one that I go to because she knows about my neck injury, and so she actually never like pops or does anything with my neck, but she mm-hmm. does this thing where it's called the laddering, and she then rolls out all the kinks and whatnot, and it, it's mm-hmm. so nice, because I carry a lot of tension in my traps due to the fact that that's
1: mm-hmm. where the injury occurred and whatnot, so. Yeah. yeah, I do have one masseuse though that I would love to share um, I went to her two or three days before my show oh, because yeah. of the technique that she was promoting yeah. and I've heard about this technique a while ago and I haven't couldn't find anyone in Boise doing it and then I saw her um, advertisement on Facebook and I was like I gotta try Yeah. so it's called Brazilian Sculpting and Lymphatic Drainage Massage no, yeah. not massage, sorry, it's technique technique yeah so first 30 minutes you just lay on your back there and she just it's a very light touch like she touched some somewhere in your forehead Mm -hmm. and then neck shoulders like all arms so everywhere it's a very light touch so it moves the uh, water and fluids from your lips the second part of the 30 minutes second 30 minutes she digs into your stomach Mm. and i can't explain it how nice it feels really and mainly she was like yeah, everybody loves it because we barely ever massage our abdominal muscles. Right. And it feels so good. <laughs> I was like, why nobody massages my stomach? <laughs> Maybe I would go to my scissors more often. But she digs like and goes in the circles uh-huh. all the way to your stomach. And then she pulls the water from the sides. She took pictures of my yeah. abdominal, of my waist, before and after and I remember like two inches difference yeah. I posted it on my Instagram as well because I was blown away two inches difference uh my abdominals my abs were all showing mm-hmm. up I also sent Kyle and Tracy there and they all loved it the cool thing is also because of how hard she digs into your stomach and this uh rotating yeah. movement it moves stuff inside your gut like oh, things that start okay. if you have constipation like issues yeah. So it's she says like it's normal that people go three, four times to the bathroom during this thirty minutes. Oh because wow. she gets all everything out yeah. of there. That. Oh. That's so good. So I highly <laughs> recommend. We and we don't have a lot of masseuses that I know of uh that offer this technique. Yeah. She's What's one, her name? Her name is Blanca. Blanca. Okay. Um she has a Facebook page, doesn't have Instagram. Okay. So um yeah, if anyone is interested, please message me. I would love to recommend. Because she's amazing. Yeah. And she's cool. and she's also very close to our gym, yeah. so it's convenient. I
0: remember, I remember when you did that and you posted it and I was like, Wait, what? Yeah. And you could, you could totally tell, like, wait a minute. It was really cool. It was yeah, really cool to see.
1: Tiny abdominal lines became like very different. Yeah, very indented, so cool. yeah. Yeah. So I um lymphatic drainage is really good for pregnant women for mm-hmm. Uh, people who had surgeries recently, it's very good for you. Uh, the uh, um sculpting, this Brazilian sculpting, I will, I don't know on the, on a regular daily basis. Right. I, you know, I don't really care. Maybe like once or but, twice a month. Yeah, but for people who are in prep, one, two, three days before for show, sure. go and do it because it's mind blowing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and the last one, cold and heat therapy. Oh. Ice bath or cold packs can reduce inflammation, heat therapy like a warm bath, mm. <laughs> and I know, right? relax and soothe muscles. <laughs> um, what do you think about ice baths?
0: Well, I've heard good things about them. Um, I know that uh, we know a couple people like... Mm -hmm. uh, I almost just said both their names together. Mm -hmm. My gosh. Lolo and her boyfriend, Anthony. Hi. Hi. Um, I know that they will go and do like they'll go out and jump into ponds or like little rivers and things like that I've I've always been like intrigued by it and I definitely have done it when I was in high school for Mm -hmm. track um I would sit in an ice bath but we never sat in it longer than about like three minutes that was like our max time so Mm -hmm. and I don't I don't know enough to be like it's Mm -hmm. great or "Mm, don't do that I
1: personally hate being cold. I don't like being cold either. (laughs) I can't do this. And (laughs) I came across uh, this study and I was like, yes, I knew it. I I just knew it. But we will post it on our Instagram. But the study says that cold plunges reduce muscle growth new meta study finds. (laughs) A new meta-analysis preprint of eight studies concluded that cold water immersion after exercising blunts muscle hypertrophy compared to not suffering in ice water. Mm. Cold essentially slows down the body, it reduces the rate of chemical reactions, it slows down blood flow, and it suppresses the immune system. Mm. cryotherapy has also been found to impair muscle anabolic signaling and muscle protein synthesis and i know some people prefer cryotherapy even though like it's probably it's more expensive but right. you go in for just three minutes rather than sitting in the ice bath for 10 to 15 minutes mm. these are all undesirable things when recovering from a workout or an injury Short cold plunges or showers can be great to give you a quick shot of mental energy, but prolonged cold is best avoided post workout. So, okay. ice bath for 10 15 minutes is not good not for good. you. good.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, you could still go in and jump into the pond and yeah.
1: come out and. All right. Yeah, I'm it gives refreshed. You your cool, yeah.
0: yeah. It's
1: energy and you're happy yeah. because you don't have to suffer anymore. Okay. But
0: <laughs> soaking in ice. You Don't that's yeah. not necessarily the case. No, that's
1: thing. not gonna help you recover from the um, strenuous workouts. Okay, um, warm uh, epsom salt bath would probably be better for yeah. muscle soothing, and so we will post it. It's not just me trying to avoid ice baths, I promise. <laughs> sure, Yeah. So, I also <laughs> wanted to talk about training protocol, okay, and how to work around the soreness and whatnot. And, you know, Number one is split routines, which I personally love. Mm -hmm. Uh, Divide your workouts by muscle groups. This allows you to train different muscles on different days, giving each group time to recover. Yeah. So in my case, I do legs, shoulders, shoulders, triceps, legs, shoulder, biceps, legs, rest. Yeah um so this gives my legs time to recover because it's like glutes hamstrings then quads then glutes Mm -hmm. It gives my my muscles time to recover and shoulder and back is fine right
0: yeah i like to i like to use the foam roller and stretch on my arm days Mm -hmm. Uh, i may have mentioned it before but uh obviously my arm days are my short days. So I like to take that extra time and go really give myself a really good roll Mm -hmm. and stretch because while I warm up before go on the treadmill or stair steppers or whatever, that's just warming up. That's, Mm -hmm. I'm not stretching my body. I'm not, you know, loosening up things that could be tight or
1: Mm -hmm. whatnot.
0: And so I, I kind of like to do that. Plus my arm days in the middle of like my workouts. So Mm -hmm. it's,
1: it's stretching more like after active recovery for Yeah, me. yeah. Yeah, because I personally don't have just arm day. It feels to me like it's a too small of a muscle to mm-hmm. dedicate a whole workout. But I do love how you combine it with yeah. recovery and stretching and foam rolling and whatnot. Yeah. Periodization is planned cycles of training where you vary the intensity and volume. This approach helps in managing overall stress on the body. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I have one day in the middle of the week when it's lower weights, higher volume, yeah. just to build that intensity and density in the muscle. Mm-hmm. Deload weeks. Love those. Mm. So deload week for those who does not know, it's not when you take a full week off the gym. No, <coughs> it's when you go to the gym, you do the same workouts as you have done for last how who knows how long your training cycle is. Yeah. But you lower your weights down to sixty percent of your regularly mm-hmm. so it gives your muscles you're still training but it gives your muscle more time to recover take a break mm-hmm. it also gives you a mental break for me at least no 100 I'm, I'm in this training mode and i lift heavy and i'm so focused it takes a lot of energy to, for me before workouts to, to sit down it's like okay i need to perform really well tonight i need to lift heavy so when i have those deload weeks i was like okay i need to go to the gym but I don't have to focus so hard, like because it's yeah. only 60% of my weight, you know? Yeah. It's like, huh, you know, You're like, okay, this workout's
0: you. gonna be a piece of cake.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then when the next week comes and my deload week ends, I'm ready to kick asses again. Yeah. Because and mentally and it, physically. And you also will notice that you can lift heavier yes. after a deload week because your body got that rest and recovery very much needed.
0: I definitely love the mental state after a deload week because you come back in and then you like, you go back to lift, I don't know, let's say 95 for me on back, Mm -hmm. you know, doing cable. And I'm like, oh, I can go to 110. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then your mental and your it boosts, you know, and your endorphins kick in and you're just like, okay, you know, definitely.
1: Yeah. yeah. And the last one is listen to your body. If you are experiencing more than usual soreness or pain, like, Can't get up from the bed. (laughs) It may be a sign to take a step back and rest. Understanding the difference between good and bad pain is crucial. Yeah, I totally agree. So remember, some muscle soreness, especially after trying new exercises or increasing intensity, is normal and a part of the growth process, but it should never reach a point when it significantly hinders your daily activity or causes sharp pain. Always stay attuned to your body signals and adjust accordingly.
0: I love that. Yeah. Yeah. All
1: right. Well, yeah, so soreness is okay, but also not can can be not okay or a sign be. of something bad, so um pay attention and don't don't avoid it. Don't yeah. hide from it. Yeah.
0: Just take it easy too if and if you can tell like going into the into the gym that you're more sore than a normal day, maybe it's a day that you do your high volume and less weight. Mm -hmm. you know just take those things into consideration yeah yeah so awesome remember uh the weight of today builds the strength for tomorrow so keep challenging yourself let's build greatness together (laughs) until the next time stay relentless
1: (laughs) and (laughs) follow us on instagram follow us